welcome to another edition of Carnivore Bites. Host Jeff Sherman around with, along with Dr. Eric Lopkin. Dr. Lopkin, interesting week as always. We're in midweek. But, um, yeah, let's talk about the Saudi situation first. What do you think? Yeah, it's a very strange situation. I mean, we seem to be being pulled into the middle of it, and not necessarily for any good reason. People are calling for an FBI investigation, but the fact is, Khashoggi was not an American citizen. He wasn't killed on our soil. You know, we really shouldn't be leading the way on this. Okay, so what country was he from? He was from Saudi Arabia. That's the problem. Then, then Then I'm actually a little naive on that. What's the big, why are we even, why do we care? Besides someone dying, I get it, I get it. But it's, I thought it was in America, which is completely different. Oh no, he was a Saudi. He was a Saudi citizen who was critical of their government, and who okay. was. I mean, it's was, something to be concerned about, but nothing. I mean, if it was an American, that's completely different. Yeah, I mean, we're I mean, getting we're getting pulled into it. I think primarily because it happened in Turkey, who's a NATO ally. But the fact of the okay. matter is. Turkey is not really an ally of of ours, and while I Turkey, have the last time the last time Turkey was an ally was almost twenty years ago. I don't even know why they're in NATO. Yeah, I mean, while I have no no problem believing that the Saudis killed this guy, I find the story that the the Turkish government is putting forward equally ludicrous. I mean, they're so talking. What motivation? Well, the, what's the motivation to discredit the Saudi government? The fact is, okay. the Turkish government is is touting this idea that a fifteen man hit squad took out this reporter. Now mm-hmm. he was an unarmed reporter in the Saudi consulate, which means he was surrounded by Saudi security. A fifteen man hit squad. This is the job. If if you're going to kill somebody in this situation, one person, maybe two. Fifteen seems would, a little odd. I would agree. Um, now I know. So the motivation for the Turks was because they're they're in conflict with Saudi Arabia, correct? Well, the Turks seem to be in conflict with everybody over there. Yes. Um, any what are the repercussions? Because Trump's first trip overseas, which was to Saudi Arabia, by all accounts went quite well. Well, plus there's a lot of um, a lot of um, you know agreements signed militarily, military purchases, uh, the alliance, the wedge between I- Iran. Uh, there's a lot, lot, lot riding on this. Yes, yeah, Saud- the Saudis have been a good ally against Iran. They've invested a lot of money in America through purchases, not just of military equipment, but of general goods and services also. So we could take an economic hit if we decide to, you know, hold the Saudis responsible or take action against them. Yeah, but I mean, shouldn't our focus really, okay, maybe, you know, give them a slap on the wrist, but shouldn't our focus really be on Iran? 
I agree. Iran is a much greater threat. You know, this wouldn't be the first time that an American ally has been guilty of human rights violations, and we don't go after every one of them. The Saudis are a, po- a popular target because they're in the Mideast, and they're one of the few real allies we have there. That's right. So why do we constantly shoot ourselves in the foot for no real reason that really directly relates to us? No, I think, honestly, we shouldn't have anything to do with this. If the UN wants to take action, let the UN do it. But realistically, it's not an American citizen. It's not an American problem. We shouldn't be involved in this. Agreed. The the overarching uh, problem really is Iran, and that's what we should be focused on. Now, domestically, talk about the economy, the jobs numbers. It's, it's like something I've actually, Dr. Lafayette, in my lifetime, it's something I've actually never seen. Have you ever seen anything like this? No. The last job openings came, number came out, 7.1 million job openings. We don't have that many unemployed people here in the United States. So, I mean, it's a fantastic number, but it's also a dangerous one. Because, because of it, inflation. Well, not just inflation. It could cause the economy to contract simply because we don't have enough people to fill all those jobs. Okay, but let's look politically. If you've been out of work, I talked to a recruiter. Actually, you know her, Marsha LaRue. Yes. Well, actually, a job coach. And she was actually saying she's known people that haven't worked in two years have found jobs, even in Connecticut. Yeah, at this point, if you want a job, you found one. There is a job for every person that wants one in America. Have you ever seen that? And by the way, America has now been rated, I think, overwhelmingly as the hottest economy in the world. Yes, it is. And no, I've never Uh, seen this before. I grew up under, became an adult under Reagan. And that was a great, under Reagan... And I would have to say, even Clinton, I remember I saw a show, just watching it on uh, local TV. This was during Clinton, late 90s. It was at a job fair, and the reporter says, if you're unemployed in Connecticut, you better check the spelling on your resume. So a very interesting time. What are the, uh, what's the spillover in the midterms? Because it's very interesting. It looks from the senatorial races, the Republicans are in great shape. Well, it looks like the Republicans are going to have no problem holding on to the Senate. It actually, It's actually starting to look like they're not going to have much of a problem holding on to the House either. Because, Why do you say that, Dr. Lopkin? Well, because right now there are 10 Democratic seats that are in states that Trump won. And every one of them right now seems to be in trouble which means it's not a matter of flipping 23 seats for the Democrats to get control. It's going to be 33 seats. And what do you mean by trouble, these 10 seats? Are they in real trouble or just because you want them to be in trouble? No, no. Their poll numbers either have them losing the election or neck and neck. Now, that to me would be one of the most fascinating stories only overshadowed by the 2016 election. 
I could not imagine CNN, MSNBC, CBS News reporting that on election night. No, and what's the cover? What's, if what's the, the story? If the, if the Republicans manage to keep the House, it's going to be historic because midterm elections almost always go to the challenger. The incumbent no party almost always loses the midterm elections. If the Republicans manage to hold on, they've made history. Now, speaking of the midterms, Elizabeth Warren, a.k.a. Pocahontas, <laughs> I know it's not no, I, It's comical with it. She actually has not helped the Democratic cause at all. No, the Dem- the Democrats are pissed at her. The Cherokee Nation came. The Cherokee Nation came out against her. This was the stupidest thing she could have done, and it goes back. I have more Native American blood than she does. Well, there was one geneticist that actually said, "If you are of European descent, you probably have more Native American blood than she does." What's the political ramifications for her? Presidency, not going to happen. No, she's she's a laughing stock now. She's they got no chance of the presidency. What I'm wondering though is if they can nail her for fraud, because the fact is this just wasn't a claim she made in politics. Back when she was in college, she claimed this to get student aid. Oh yeah, no, 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 and. Getting it's like almost lying on your resume. It's yes. like saying I'm African American, right? Exactly. I mean, so let's see what happens. I mean, it would be an interesting if it was a Republican, people would be screaming for that. Oh, absolutely. So I think it's very interesting. Now, if what do you okay, let's do the odds. Um I know the I know the Republicans keep the Senate. What if they what are the odds of them picking up a couple seats? Um, the odds of them picking up seats in the Senate, it's actually in their favor. I would say not by much. I would say, you know, one and a half to one. Got it. How about them keeping control, the Republicans keeping control of the House? Keeping control of the House at this point, I think it's a 50-50 shot. What was it two months ago? 30% maybe? Two months Two months ago, it was probably 25 to 30%. The Democrat Pelosi. I I don't know. Pelosi should have been gone when Trump won. I don't understand why the Democrats keep her in power, but I mean it's time to let her go. The Democrats have lost everything since she started in power. No question. Now, speaking of losing, what do you think is going on with Hillary? She's the the the, uh, the uncle or whatever the aunt in this case it just doesn't go away. What is what's her motivation? Which I already know it's a rhetorical question. And um, how does this play out? I don't know that it does play out right now. She's her and Bill are touring, doing talks. They'll make a fortune off of that. I think she thinks she's still relevant. And doing this stuff makes her feel like she's still relevant. But honestly, the Democrats are never going to back her again. She's got no chance of getting back. But I think in her own mind, because listen, 
She lived in a farce of a marriage, other things. This was her life. It wasn't just like a Romney then. Okay, it was a, wasn't a good thing that he didn't win for him. Uh, this was her life, and I don't think she's ever gotten over it. No, and I don't know that she ever will. I mean, remember, she's been working on this since Bill was in the White House. She no went question. to the she went to the Senate. She, you know, God forbid she couldn't wait for Bill to get out of the White House to move to New York so she could run as a senator as a carpetbagger. So she ran for mm-hmm. the Senate. She stayed there. She ran for president. She lost to Obama, Secretary of State. And you know, this this has been everything she's been working with. I honestly believe it's the only reason she didn't divorce Bill is because no she question. wanted to be in the White House, and it's never going to happen, and I don't know that she can get over it. But I still think in her own mind, she's still thinking she has a chance or she wouldn't be doing all this. It's possible, but, I mean, she's she's damaged goods. She will never, even if she decides to run again, she'll never win a primary again. The Democratic oh, no, no, Party be, will yeah. never rig the game for her again. No, she has no chance. And just before we close, really comment on that because, you know, we were together in 08, 09, you know, 2010, where things were just articulate, because it's important, articulate where we were to where we are now in terms of finding a job. Oh, there's no comparison. Back in 09, 10, there were people who resigned themselves to the fact that they were never going to work again. If you were 50, 55 and over, you had no chance of finding anything. Now, doesn't matter who you are. There is a job for everybody in the country. And from a human interest standpoint, you actually, obviously names, you know, uh, omit the names, you actually know people that that's actually happened to. And I know the, one, of, one of the individuals, and I remember he was a talented person. He, I remember you told me, I was kind of, God, I kind of got like bad for the person. I was like, I said, yeah, he's bummed because he'll never, he's got talent, but he'll never use it again. And now you say he's working. Yeah, now I knew a number of people in that situation where they were looking at, you know, early retirement because they never thought they would find another job. Every one of them is working now. That is, and how, and how, what has that done to their psyche? Oh my God, it's a complete turnaround. I mean, the depression that people felt when they thought they would never be able to support their family in the way they were used to again was tremendous. And now that's all turned around. Now people aren't worried about making ends meet as much because they've got jobs. And has it changed that these people politically or are they always a certain have a certain orientation? Honestly, I don't I don't know if it's changed them politically. Most of these folks I don't talk to about politics, so I don't know where they stood then. Um, but I know they're all very happy with the economy now. Awesome. Well that's a great addition of carnivore bites. And uh, we'll do it again next week, Dr. Lotkin. Absolutely. See you then. 
You've been listening to Carnivore Radio's podcast. You can catch us here every week. Carnivore Radio is part of the Exvadio Podcast Network. You can listen to the podcast at blogtalkradio.com slash exvadio. If you want to be part of the conversation, you can listen to us live every Friday at 4 o'clock on WESU 88.1 Middletown, Connecticut. You can also catch us online at WESUFM.org. We look forward to hearing from you and see you next week.